We're the Nada Grande Boys. I'm Rodney Wood. And I'm Kyle Jackson. Welcome to the Nada Grande Outdoors podcast where we hunt it forward. So, back again with Lance Bernal. <laughs> this is a podcast we've been uh, trying to get together to do for a little while, not too long. Not too long. Uh, Rodney is not with us this evening. He had some honeydews to take care of before the in-laws come for the <laughs> for the holidays, so he's he's doing that, but uh, unfortunately. But uh, this allows us to just have a good time and chat about uh, a sheep hunt we did so yeah i mean it's it was quite the hunt for sure i mean so you've uh give us give us some background because you've done some sheep hunting and guided some sheep hunting but this is your first successful sheep guiding sheep hunt right? guiding sheep hunt yeah, yeah. so Everybody always asks me about, like, when I started sheep hunting. And I've been applying for sheep since I was a senior in high school for the state. That's a long time. Yeah, it's almost 20 years. I hadn't even thought about it until, like, the last two years. And then, uh, you know, here in New Mexico, it's a random draw. So you just put in and hope they draw your name. But where it really started was (laughs) five years ago. My cousin's son had... uh, drew the youth tag when they used to have it at the Latiers. Oh, yeah. At, or they had the two tags at the Latiers at that time. And he drew one of them. So I had just started working here. And they had went on a scouting trip. And when they came back, they asked my dad and I if we could go with them. Because they said, it's we're going to need some help. So <laughs> I jumped on that op- opportunity. We hiked in. I hiked in the day before and uh, went you know, six miles, I think, was, was the trip in. And that that hunt was the one that really kind of got me going as a sheep, wanting to hunt sheep even more. Because, I mean, that set that, that fire in terms of, wow, this is very physical, this is very mentally challenging. I mean, yeah, we, and it's just it was just one of those things. So that's really what hooked you was that, yeah. the, the the challenge the of it. The challenge of it and just the just the whole yeah, just the challenge of of being physically and mentally drained. I've never felt that before. Yeah. Um so that's when I had just been been kind of hooked. I had the sheep bug after that. <laughs> so and then um you know, working for the company that we work for, I got the opportunity to go hunt desert sheep. Not really be a guide, but just to go and go along, go along and look for rams and be an observer. And um, so that I've been doing that almost for every other f- spring when they have those hunts. And that's another just that's just trying to get on sheep hunts. Yeah. And then uh, so. There's that one, and then in 2017, I actually was an assistant on a sheep hunt, a rocky sheep hunt, high elevation, and uh, that one, unfortunately, we shot one and lost it, and so it was like, man, when is this going to happen? You know, I've been on all these hunts, never saw a ram fall, 
and even the desert hunts, like I would only be able to go for a day or two, and it was I was either a day early or a day late. <laughs> Usually a day late. Usually had, a day late. They tag out, or you know, they they'd have one in mind and they were hunting it already. But and then uh, so by that time, I started uh, joining the Wild Sheep Foundation. So I think I joined in twenty seven, uh, twenty sixteen, and. Went to the sheep show in Reno. How many times have you been to sheep show before? Uh, twice. 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 So your second time to the sheep show or third time? Third time. Third time to the yeah. sheep show. So I had joined the sheep foundation. Uh, you know, first I started just with the annual membership, and then I actually joined as a lifetime member, and also the New Mexico chapter uh, of the sheep foundation. And just going to that and seeing the the sheep hunters there was just like a whole nother level. You're just like, you meet people who've been on dozens of sheep hunts to the guy who's just wanting to go on one sheep hunt and everything in between. Yeah. And and just the the feeling of that. And, you know, probably 75% of the people that go to that show at least later on like friday saturday they're just guys who just want to go on a sheep hunt regular working guys and and, and so and it's a pretty big show um and sheep hunting is a kind of a big thing in and of itself it's kind of this contained group of folks who like once you've got the bug you're in you're in yeah. and you want to do it and there's people who do it over and over and of course there's the slams and and we can yeah. talk about that stuff but uh and, and so, I mean, just going and, you know, going there, they actually have raffles and opportunities for people to win hunts. Well, if you join the Sheep Foundation, they also have what they call the Less Than One Club. So that's for individuals who have never killed a sheep. Um, it's just another $25. And cool thing about that is they give sheep hunts away at their social. And so I had joined... You know, I was a member for three years, and in March, or while well, in the show in 2019, they called my name. So you got to tell the story a little <laughs> bit better than that because it, it's a funnier story. Because yes, um, I mean, it's, there, you were there with some other some other folks that were there with you. And yeah, you, and it's just, I mean, you go to the show, you get to see people, they start recognizing you, and you you know you look forward to that, and and. Uh, the way that went was okay so we went to the less than one club social and this is the story that i heard was they gave away three hunts and everybody had um you know had left the social event well behind the curtain sitka came up to the the president uh gray and told them we're going to buy a sheep hunt and donate it and uh and so you can give it away at the banquet tonight. And so no one knew that this was going on. So they had already given the three they away. They had already given the three away. And then, and then. And if I'm not mistaken, maybe I'm mistaken. I'm trying to remember because we, we did a podcast with the First Light crew. Um, and Tag Spence won a sheep hunt, I want to say, the same year that you did. Oh, really? The very first big horn, big, or big game um hunt he ever did was a doll sheep oh wow and it was crazy yeah, like he yeah. was the same way just 
joined and was there and won it. And it's like, what the heck? It's yeah, the first I big mean, game hunt. Yeah, so it, and it had grown from the first time that I had been there. I think so. For most of those drawings, you have to be present to to yeah. win. Um, well, at least for the first one, and then uh, then the the last one, you don't have to be present for to win. And uh, when the first year I went, I think there was like maybe 500 people in there. So pretty good odds, right? Yeah, sure. And, and then it had just grown. And I think when I won, it was like 1,700 people. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So anyway, so they, so I went to my room, fell asleep. And middle of the night, I wake up, I look at my phone, and it's just blown up. I mean, there's just <laughs> messages and messages and messages, like phone calls, missed phone calls of all the people that knew that I was there. And I'm like, what the heck's going on? So I check my voicemail, and one of my friends is like, where are you? Where are you right now? You need to be here right now. And I'm like, what the heck's going on? Dude, you just want a sheep hunt. And I'm like, what? And then I'm like looking and scrolling, and everybody, you know, everybody's like, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? <laughs> and uh, and it actually, they, if you go to... Uh, youtube they actually have the drawing they, they where they announce your name yeah where they announce that's my pretty name. cool and so you can hear all the new mexico crowd you know that know me they're all cheering for me and they're all looking for me and <laughs> and it was uh and they gave away a desert sheep hunt in mexico so in march 2019 i went on a on a backpack sheep hunt in southern baja and uh got kicked out of the less than one club so it was. It's a good club to get kicked out of. Yeah, it's, that's what they. That's part of their slogan. It's the only club you ever want to get kicked out of. <laughs> and I mean, it was everything like that I wanted from a sheep hunt. It was tough. That that mental challenge, that physical challenge. I mean, you're we're down there in March and hiking and, and you know in eighty degree weather and we would do these uh, these three-day cycles basically because we were limited to the water that we had we had to carry in our water um you know carrying 10 liters roughly nine to 10 liters and we would just make these big circles so the first day i guess we're going to tell two stories (laughs) hey i wanted to get into your sheep (laughs) hunt so i'm good with that yeah so um so i go down and you know they're like when i won they asked me so how soon can you go and i'm like well i first start First thing is I need a passport. I've never gone out of the country, so <laughs> I expedited that. And I said, they're like, can you go in March? And I said, sure. I said, let's go. You know, I was ready. I wanted to go. So um, so I go down there, and uh, if anybody's ever traveled with guns and stuff. Yeah, like what was that process like? I, I, I can imagine. It, was, it wasn't too bad from the dealing with the paperwork because the outfitter um had the right connections in order to expedite all that stuff it was just dealing with the airlines i mean like so when i left i left albuquerque went to lax well i went to cabo and my gear and gun went to phoenix before we went to cabo so it's (laughs) like so we were behind by two hours and then i get there the first day we go out and it was more like a more of a scout i mean type of we were still hunting but it was more of a scout type thing so just see what's out there just to see what's see what out there see. yeah exactly and get familiar with the country and it's pretty dry i mean and it's rocky rough stuff but beautiful in terms of like the views you're you're right off the coast of the sea of cortez and and stuff like that so 
we come back. We saw one ram that, that evening, but by that time, by the time we saw him, we weren't going to be able to really make a move on him to see, uh, to get a good, good visual on him. So we come back out, and that's when the, the backpacking started. And uh, so we but go had, out. Had you done a lot of the backpack hunting before then? Just the just the one that I went on to, the Latiers. Latiers. Yeah. Um, and then, you know. With sheep hunting, you're going to stay out all day typically anyway. So. Right. Um, so then we go back for three days, do the circle, see lots of ewes and young rams, you know, four- to six-year-old rams. And typically you want to get like an eight-year-old or, or older. And um, so we do one circle that time, come back out, and then go out again. And then we only did like a two-and-a-half-day that second round came back and then we're going out for the third and final one i think it was day seven and again we were we had seen a couple of young rams you know but nothing nothing mature so we're just walking and i'm like all right you know joking with the guide and and sika had sent down the cameraman to take photos and document the whole story and uh you know, I'm just joking around, and we're just trying to keep the spirits high. Because yeah. even, even the guide was like, you know, when I got there, I, he's like, oh, yeah, we're done by, like, day three, day four. and That's always, like, the, yeah, the yeah, freaking yeah. So, uh, so like, morale you know, killer. We're, we're usually done by the yeah, hunting day seven. Exactly. What's, what happened to day three? Well, then they were just like, I don't know, you know, they're like, <laughs> it's drier than normal. But, you know, the rams are, are moving a little bit, and. And so I said, well, you know, this, that, that's why they call it hunting, you know. Yeah. And, and I had already, when when you go on a sheep hunt, you got to be mentally tough about it. And so, I can attest to that yeah. <laughs> now. Yeah, and so, I mean, we're we're just walking, trying to keep morale up. And, and uh, all of a sudden, the guy's like, there's a ram. And so we get down, and, and he's like glassing him, and, He's like, you can shoot that one. And I was like, I was ready. You know, I was like, all right, you know. <laughs> but he's skyline, and there's a younger ram in front of him. And I range him, he, and, uh, you know, he's just, they're just standing right. They're looking at us. They see us, obviously. And so I, the young ram walks out to an opening, and I range him. He's like at 270. And I tell those guys, I said, if that, and, or the guy tells me he's going to follow him. I said, he's going to come around and follow him. So I was like, all right. So I said, telling myself, I said, if he steps in that same spot, you know, I'm going to send it. And so sure enough, the big ram came around and the fought and stopped right where that little one was. The little one, had, the younger one had moved off. And yeah. I said, you guys ready? And they're like, yep. So I shot it and dropped it. And nice. it was just, just that feeling was just amazing. <laughs> and so you we get up there and. He was a he was a full curl, like you know, had the lamb tips. He actually when I saw him on the ridge skyline, he almost looked like a like a stone or like a doll sheep because of the way his his uh flare was. Yeah. And so I mean a lot of guys were like, Wow, he still has his lamb tips and all this stuff and I was like, Yeah, you know, I was like and so we we pulled him out, but yeah, day seven of of date of a 10 day hunt we finally got one awesome but i was like <clears throat> you know i was saying okay if we don't see anything on this one you know day nine 
you know, we put in a good effort and it was a hunt of a lifetime and that's what I wanted. So, yeah. and so that was my first ram to actually see drop. And I had been on what, maybe five or six sheep hunts before that. Yeah. Four or five at least. Yeah. Well, at least it's cool. That it was your own. Yeah. It was my own. So <laughs> there's a video of it on YouTube. So. I'm going to have to look at it. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll put the, we'll put the link in the, in okay. the show notes for yeah, everybody. There's two, there's two parts. So, so cool. If anybody wants to check it out. So then, you know, come this year the way this tag works we get it every three years and this is the year that we get it and you know usually we have a a a different lead guide that does it and he's like i can't do it this year he said you're gonna do it so i was like all right you know it's (laughs) it's one of those things it's like you know you're you're like excited but you're like Oh crap! It yeah, actually exactly. just got real. Yeah, you're just like it's like getting called to the big leagues, yeah. off in the majors. And you're just like, <laughs> but I know I can do it. I, you know, I can do it. I, I can do it. I can do it. And and you're just like, all right, I can do it. We're gonna do it. And I know. I was like, he's like, can you get somebody? And uh, I was like, yeah, you know. And this is last season before. And so I asked another guy, and he was all excited about it. And then come middle of the summer he's like i can't i don't think i can do it yeah so this is where i get this to, is, this is where i get to jump in and tell a little <laughs> bit of the story because <clears throat> i came on to the <clears throat> to the job um working with the same company as lance did or does i should say <clears throat> last year around august and so we went through the hunting season and then come january february somewhere in there i figured you know found out that we were going to be um actually before that it was probably late late last year that we found out you know we had the tag this year and jokingly lance says "Mm, you want to go i'm like hell yeah dude i'll do that (laughs) and uh then we just neither of us really said anything about it um and then mid-summer lance told me hey um the other guy that agreed to go but he can't make it you want to go and i was like hell yeah (laughs) you know i i recognized right away that this was an opportunity that didn't come along very often. Yeah. And if, even if it's the only time I do it, which I hope it's not, yeah, you have to take that. You yeah. have to take that opportunity. And yeah, I, I was freaking stoked. <laughs> and so it, it's, it's just one of those things. It's like, you know, they always say, you know, you go on one sheep hunt, you're either going to become a sheep hunter or you're never going to want to <laughs> be on, caught on the mountain again. And so... That's pretty much what it was for, I think, for you, for sure. Um, So then, you know, this hunt, you know, learning, being here for that long and actually learning the range and and when to go up there, because it's an extended season, which is nice. Really nice. It's And can be a bad thing if you, you know, wait too long. So we set that hunt for um, October because historically late September – on is when the mature rams seem to start showing up yeah so it's 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 an interesting place to be it's an interesting place to hunt because there's just a there's just a small i'm not gonna say small portions it's a large portion of range that you can hunt but in terms of sheep habitat most of the sheep habitats across the colorado line or to the or to the the south south. and so there's these these rams and these sheep um, specifically the rams, the rams yeah. 
travel through this range back and forth and you kind of got to catch them at the right time yeah, it's pretty much um but we have a resident herd of ewes there right <laughs> we, we saw we everyone saw, we pretty much saw every one of them that one day yeah and uh it was just you know it's it's so we set set up the hunt talk start talking with the hunter you know i do my summer scouting and the good thing that i've noticed in the last couple of years though is that we're starting to see mature rams early on you know july august when we do the ground survey with the uh, new mexico game and fish which is great you yeah know? before i think they weren't really counting those mature rams but we see it seems like we'll see like maybe one or two in august july mm-hmm. so that's always good but um you know so we set up that hunt on the october 1st to start and you know, Kyle's excited and, you know, he's handling, he's juggling everything, you know, <clears throat> making sure everything's good down here so that way he can go up there and, and, uh, you know, it's, it, we take off and that's pretty much what it was, you know, we took off. And yeah. We covered probably, I would say 75 to 80% of that mountain range. Yeah. <clears throat> so and, we did, yeah, we started in October. And, um, yeah, we walked a lot. And the interesting thing, and I've been on that range before. I've mm-hmm. been on that range when I was with Game and Fish doing sheep surveys. Mm-hmm. But I was only very on a very small portion. And and before before we did this hunt in October, we actually did a sheep survey in late August. Early August. Early August. Yeah. <clears throat> and I did part of that. And you kind of split up yeah. the range and each pair of people go to each place so i've been on this range enough to know about it yeah (laughs) but when you look at it you you know from the bottom when you look at at it you're like oh it's just from there to there (laughs) and that's what you say it's just from there to there and then you get up there and (laughs) usually as as is is the norm when you're going someplace and and you're hunting you don't really think about the miles because you're excited you want to see what's over that next rise you want to see what's in that next basin it's when you walk back you realize holy crap it is so far across here exactly (laughs) and then yeah and then it it just it throws you off because it it looks like it's close like you said but then once you throw in the topography and and when you're chasing animals, even, I mean, any animal, yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be sheep, but any animal, you're just like, wow, I, we went a long way. Mm-hmm. So, and, uh, you know, it was, like I said, historically, that's when we started seeing the rams, but that first round, we didn't see, we saw three rams, I would say total, all two or three year olds. Yeah. Real I mean, young, real rams. young rams, but we saw, and we were on the mountain for six days at first, that first, that first round. round. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, he's, and, uh, we saw pretty much every, I want to say, was it day four Mm -hmm. when we saw like pretty much every Every ewe ewe and lamb on that, on that daggum range. Yeah. It was weird. I'd never seen that before. We hit basically every basin we saw, we went and looked into, we saw sheep on, and then we saw a huge herd of yeah. like 40 or something, something out on like the flats that. up up top feeding. Yeah. And, um, the other thing that, uh, they don't really prepare you for <laughs> is the, the weather. 
Now, now in, in October, it wasn't bad. In no. October, it was actually, there was times when it was pretty warm. Yeah. You're having yeah. to strip layers and do all that stuff, which, um, you know, you don't, you wouldn't think of that up above timberline yeah. in, but, uh, it was, it was a fairly warm, uh, ex- yeah. extended, I guess you would call it an Indian summer because yeah. it, because it stayed warm for a long time. Uh, but we'll get to the second part of the yeah. hunt, and that's when it changed. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that wind, I mean, the wind w- was constant. Yeah. I mean, that was the thing that really threw, uh, threw me was the wind. Because you go in August, July, August, and it's not as bad, but October is definitely windier. And uh, it was just... You know, we saw, I th- we, like I said, we I think we covered probably 80% of the range. And I know we we made one effort uh, to try and actually see what I call no man's land because it's a, there's really no way to really get there. It's a um, long hike from yeah, both ends. From and both we, ends. we hiked both ends. Um, but there's, it's an interesting topography because there's a canyon that goes up and then it bowls out. But yeah. then... There's like a false canyon at the top of it that you can't see into from either side yeah. very well. Yeah, exactly. Well, there and then there's two other smaller basins. Right. Yeah. So yeah. You'd have to get in there, and it, that's definitely the way I see it. It's a it's an overnight trip sure. to really hunt it and, and glass it and, and probably do just, its due diligence. Yeah, exactly. But and we 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 were going to, but then it was just I think we just kind of were just concentrating on on the easier to I say easier but <laughs> you know the closer stuff to get to <laughs> and uh and it was just it was dry too I mm-hmm. mean you know we had pretty much a very dry summer and I mean it was brown and dusty is it, it just wasn't the right conditions yeah so you know day six after the day six we had this discussion where you know I said he thought the hunter thought that this was his only opportunity. Yeah. You know, that was the thing that, that kind of surprised me. Well, I guess we didn't really explain it to him, but I was like, no man, this is an extended hunt. You can come back, you know, as long as you can get here, we're going to hunt again. Yeah. So he's like, well, what time day or what time do you want me to come? And I, so, you know, I got sheet pictures from years past and I'm like looking at him and I said, November 13th, November that's it. I said, we'll go on November 13th. And he said, all right. So he was scheduled to come in on the 12th. Yep. And so you, you know, we pretty much had everything set up for him. And I think that, and our staff did a great job on that. And uh, so I went up on the 12th where you went to go get him and talk about flipping on the switch. Complete change. <laughs> yeah, I complete mean, complete change. change. I mean, yeah. So I... This is the risk about it is like it, the yeah you can see the rams start coming in because I had been up there in October like the last week of October one year and you know the rams have moved in. What you run into going up there late is the possibility of being snowed out. Yeah, <clears throat> and uh, luckily we had a means of getting to the top. You know with the UTV with snow tracks. So uh, I went up there while you were getting the the hunter, and I counted at least eleven rams <laughs> running. I that was complete a, change. Complete change. <laughs> I was a little worried because I think it had snowed 
Halloween weekend. It's yeah. somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. And usually the snow will start to stick up there. So, and uh, you know, counted from one point eleven rams, and the probably the group of thirty to forty ewes were all just in one area, and you know, going through them, just watching them, actually just watching them butt heads and the lip curling and. All, all that rut all activity. Of, all the rut activity. That, that iconic rut activity. Yeah. You know, it's, I think there's <clears throat> probably a couple of uh, a couple of big game animals that you can really kind of hang your hat on 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 that iconic scene. Yeah. One of them's elk, obviously, yeah. <clears throat> but the other one, you know, is is that ram with his lip curled up, or or them just They're hitting heads, heads. You know, that's yeah. just evokes the the hunter spirit. Yeah, you. for sure. And you know, and the funny thing about this too that some people probably don't know is like they're they're a little dirty when it comes to the rut game <laughs> so when they're when they start establishing uh the hierarchy in the in the bands of rams two rams before they actually even hit butt heads they'll go and they'll kick each other in the nuts <laughs> <laughs> it's like i don't know if it's just like to antagonize the other one and to be like <laughs> Come oh, on, what do you got? You <laughs> what know, you got? what you got? Yeah. And it's just like, uh, yeah, it's it's funny some, to some watch. Some little known sheep, yeah. sheep behavior if yeah, you haven't it, watched sheep for a long time. It's funny. Yeah, you I, know. When you told me about that, I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and I've seen it and it's it's like, you just see them, they're, they're, they're like eyeing each other and then one will kind of sneak around the back and then he's just like getting closer and closer and then all of a sudden you just see him, it's like. Dude, that's a little blow. Come on now. <laughs> and then, the, then they'll start, you know, really once two, two about the same size. But then they'll start banging Button heads. heads. Yeah. So and it's so cool because when I saw that that happen, you know, I'm half uh, about half a mile away and see it hit, and then you just it's like a report. You, you know, hear that? Poof, it takes about a second before you hear it, and it's it was pretty neat to watch. So I was excited. You know, I was like. We got all these you rams. Said, I, I remember you sent me a picture. We were coming back from the airport, and you sent me a picture, and I, you know, of all those rams up there on that point, and uh, I showed it to Rex. He's like, "All right." <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's just you know, and actually, I went up there the day before, taking some guests up there, and you know. They didn't know it at the time, but I was scouting already, and I had seen that another small group up there, not the big group, but I could see them bedded up there. And they were actually my my guests at that time. They were actually pretty excited for me because I guess I had changed or changed character or whatever. Because <laughs> I was all you know looking, and and they're like, "Oh well, good luck on your hunt and all this stuff." So they were, that was the good thing. So then it's like, all right, there they are. You know, here we go again. And here we go again. So. We get Friday the thirteenth. You know, everybody's like, "Oh, Friday the thirteenth!" Wow. I didn't. I didn't even realize it was Friday the thirteenth. I was so excited to go hunting. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those things. So we go up, and uh, you know, we get up on top where you can see everything, and they're probably what maybe two miles further. Well, we tried to approach where I thought they were going to be, and they had actually moved about two miles north. Yeah. I mean, it don't look like two miles, but no, it, it, and, it, it, and not only that, but as we were coming up to to where we were going to start hiking, they were in the same spot that you had seen them, and we actually watched them top over. Yeah. And I thought, oh man, they're just going to be over on the other side. Yeah. 
And then we get up there and there's nothing. You're like, crap. And then you look and they're two miles away. You're like, yeah. what the yeah. heck? Yeah. And so that was, you know, and then that's when we start talking about weather conditions. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Have you ever been in stuff like that before? No, I have not. Not, not to, I mean, I've experienced wind. I grew up, um, down here by Springer and, and it's windy a lot of the year. Yeah. Um, but not usually it's, you know, gusts and yeah. it'll die down in the gust, but the constant just blowing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and what do you, I think when we got up there that, that morning, it was probably maybe a 10 mile an hour wind or something like that when we got on top. Yeah. And then once we actually spotted them, it kicked up to like a 30 mile an hour oh. wind or something like that. 34 mile an hour wind. It was, it was enough that you didn't want to walk right on the edge because yeah. you might get pushed off. Exactly. And so, you know, we, we spot them and it's, it's open up there, mm-hmm. you know, so we're, we're playing cat and mouse with them, but you know, we're, it's <laughs> so funny because, you know, you guys are waiting for me to move forward and trying to pick the way for the, for us. And I remember there was one point where I was trying to get behind that large, uh, snow, snow bay. Drift. Yeah, yeah, snow drift. And I'm crawling on the rocks and all of a sudden I get a cramp and I'm like, Oh, yeah, I, remember, I remember watching you like stick your leg out. You're like, Oh, and I'm thinking, this is gonna suck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't remember the distance that was. It felt like I mean, you know, you're crawling on your hands and knees and rocks and everything. So definitely knee pads are are probably an yeah, essential that, that's, item. Yeah, that's gonna be an, an essential item. Yeah, next time if you need them. So, and uh, you know, we're just basically we're just playing cat and mouse with them. Yeah, and it worked out great. So, and before we get to to the actual getting into them. You couldn't really feel it. The wind was blowing bad enough, and it was it was chilly enough that I didn't feel a whole lot of that crawl on my knees yeah. until I got down and got warm. And then you're like, <laughs> "Ow, yeah, jeez." <laughs> I looked at mine and I was like, "Why did mine hurt?" And I was like, "Oh yeah." And then you know, you take a shower. It's like, "Yep, that was pretty." Yeah, I remember coming down and and my girls looking at my knees and saying, "Daddy, daddy." <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, ouch. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it was just, is you know, but that's what you got to do. Yeah. I mean, and, it's and part of any game, really. Yeah, you like know. you said, it worked out good. It was it was interesting when we got to that snowbank. That was like, they were up on top of this kind of Pretty peak. like a peak, yeah. And they were just messing around. They were playing rutting. grab yeah. ass, basically, with yeah. each other, rutting. And, uh, and so... But there was always one of them watching. Yeah, you know, and so we're like, "Crap!" And we got pinned down behind that, and we're like, "I don't know what to do," because you couldn't go around one side because it was completely open. open, and the other side was open, but <laughs> it dropped. You on. could go, yeah. you could go that. That was the shortest route to get yeah. out of sight down below the rim, but it dropped off into a huge snowdrift, and then if you so you slipped, if you slipped, it, that was it. Yeah, that was so. It's like. One of those, well, what do you do, what do you do, what do you do type of moments. And you're like, okay. And then at that time of year, you know, you don't want to be stuck up there in the dark for yeah. sure. So, you know, you definitely, uh, you know, we were just trying to wait them out. And then they, luckily they they got up and started feeding more and more north. And that gave us the opportunity to actually 
drop to below the rim and, and kind of hustle over there. And yep. That's, I think, when I lost the first hat. That's when you lost the first, <laughs> first hat. hat. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and it went bye-bye. That was a good hat. I was a bit upset. <laughs> I'm going to have to go find it later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so we we get to where they were, and there's that point. And, uh, you know, we're – and we know they're just right there. And and I, being inexperienced in terms of being a sheep guide, I know I could have done stuff different. I should have done something different. Like, we could have probably just waited there, and they, they would have come over. Right, they would have just said right out. Cause yeah. When the first time when I peeked over the side, they were feeding. The ewes were feeding right there, and they were kind of facing that direction to go out. So I think we could have just probably waited them out, and we would have probably had that opportunity. Yeah. But, I mean. Well, and I think looking kind of, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Looking back on it, I was kind of sitting back while you were with the hunter. And, uh <clears throat> You had him get down prone, and I could see that there was just enough rise that you just, if you know, if you weren't on the very tip, tip yeah. of that of that rise, you weren't going to have a shot. And so again, you know, not being an experienced sheep guide, looking back, you're like, man, it'd have been perfect if he'd have just set a backpack standing up, on yeah. end and just had him sit behind yeah. it. That'd have been. Well, he was pretty insistent on being prone. prone. Okay, yeah, so and I it, didn't know yeah, that. He, yeah, he he wanted to be prone, and. Uh, which I don't blame him, you know, you sure. want to be comfortable. And it, and that win, it probably was the best right. <laughs> best thing to do. But so we, we ease over, well, we're going over, you know, and they, they, they see us. So we try and set up, and they, by that time, they've all grouped up. And yep. the ram that I wanted him to take at that time, you know, was right in the middle and no clear shot. So having good ethics, we were just like, he's just like, no, I can't take that shot. And yeah. It's like, just decision. wait, 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 you know, what they're going to do. Because, I mean, they, they they see us. They don't smell us. They don't know what we are. You know, they're kind of confused on what's going on. And uh, there was that younger ram. He was probably maybe seven on the far right that he could have taken a shot at. But he's like, no, we're going to, I'm not going to take that. So I was like, you know, well, we'll wait, we'll wait. So they bail off towards the edge of the ridge. Yep. <laughs> we're it's like all right what are we doing and you know there goes our opportunity well <laughs> and then the, then we're we're sitting there you know we let him go and uh then that young ram walks that right young up. ram walked right up and, and he's what, like he 60 was yards no 50 yards maybe i think he was probably i'll have to go back and look at the camera because i got him on footage but he must have been 25 maybe 30 yards from us he yeah. wasn't that far from us no he was right there. Yeah. And, and he just walked up and, what's going on? What's, what's going on, guys? What yeah. are you guys doing? Yeah, I know. I was like, <laughs> and we're, we're all thinking the same thing. Why can't that be a shooter? The bigger yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> and, and, the, yeah. and the moment you, th- you say it, you, you're like, okay, I realize the futility of that statement because there's a reason they're big ramps. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so it's like, well, you know, and then he turns around. There's some use behind him, and he just takes them you know off they walk off and so they didn't bail they didn't run not too terribly bad no so then we go around circle around and you know i peek over and and there's the group close to us they're just right there i don't even think they knew what was going on and then look further down did you ever see that the other round i did yeah Yeah, that one that bailed yeah he's down there he's like nothing's going on and 
you know, we're, we're right there at the edge, and then all of a sudden those lambs and ewes come out, and they're bed at 100 yards, mm -hmm. so we're just waiting, and it's like, well, okay, well, where did the ra big rams go? Right. You know, and so it's waiting, and you're just like, man, we're sitting in the wind, you know, fighting the wind and everything, and, you know, part of the part of my mistake, again, being inexperienced was getting impatient, I think, so I was like, well, let's make something happen, you know, because yeah. they're going to, they're going to, something's got to come out, and so go and you know try and make a little movement and they all see and and uh that you know you see the the bigger ram bail down and then the the lamb and you group they bail off and mm -hmm. but we never saw where the big rams went no and so i think they must have i think they must have been lower down and must have gone around that peak or back where that other ram went and into that bowl where we couldn't see I don't, but I mean, we when we saw them take off, you know, I never saw a ram a cross ram go across that. Other than that's that, true. that first one, that so first one, they might have just circled around and went to the yeah to the east. So. Well, and and you talk about being experienced and making a move. I think if I remember right, the reason, probably the reason you were feeling urgent to make that move was because you had made the comment that, man, it's it's getting pretty late. Yeah, you know, and it was getting late, and we had a couple of miles to hike back, and then lots of miles off the mountain. Yeah, and so we just, yeah, that was, I think, not necessarily, maybe a little bit inexperienced, but also probably some wise judgment. Because when we had that conversation, I remember pretty distinctly when we had that conversation. You said it's getting pretty late. I said, well, if they're right there, can we make a shot? And he's like, I don't want to pack one out of there. <laughs> and uh, and I think that's probably an indication not probably it is an indication of a an experience in a wise hunter yeah. being excited i'm thinking let's let's just take you know yeah. I'll, I'll deal with the pain later let's yeah. take this ram <laughs> i want to get a ram but uh it was it was smart because if if he'd have shot that that ram down in or a ram down in that basin like i said we didn't see the big ones but if he'd shot a ram down in that basin he was going down yeah and then it was a mother bear to get out of there. Yeah. So I mean, it was. It was it, I mean, we could have probably we would have done it smart. We would have at least quartered him out, quartered him out, in yeah. there, and then hike out and st then go back the next day. But you know, I made the made that call to make something happen. You know, it's one of those things that you know that I've I don't know, still learning, I guess, when to be aggressive and when not to be aggressive. So I've read one of those uh, a book by. Uh, Jocko Willink, and he says default aggressive. So it's like, well, let's go. Let's you go know, for it. Yeah. It happens. So. And I, I would tend to agree with that. Yeah, you know, so. I, I'm, I, it's for the most part, patience is a virtue, but uh, occasionally you just got to make it, make something happen. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, so we, we pushed them out and never saw the ramp. So it's like, all right, well, let's, let's get out of here. You know, it's going to get dark. It's going to get colder. The wind's still blowing. You know, you don't want to, can't build a fire up there. No. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get out of here so we we come back down and and uh you had left to come home yep and uh that wind was, that night was terrible well, i was blowing here too yeah so. i mean it was and that that was an indication on what we were going to do the next day <laughs> so it's like all right so we i get up and uh tell rex you know we're we're eating breakfast and 
drinking coffee and I said I'm gonna go check outside and I look up there and I'm like we're not going up there no it was and sometime right after that I I got back up to camp up there it was just blowing off. I mean, you just yeah. see clouds of snow coming off. And it wasn't, it wasn't snow from the clouds. It was snow from the ground yeah. blowing off of the peaks. Yeah, and then well, then you could see the, the clouds when they were rolling off. over. Yeah, yep. so I was like, no, nah, we're not going up there. And, and uh, so it's just like one of those things. It's like, all right, well, let's go try the down low, you know, we'll go to the southern end, the boundary unit, and uh, drive that canyon. Luckily, you can drive that canyon. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes they uh, – catch sheep moving in across and we do that one drive nothing turn around and it's like well let's go for a hike you know i never know what you're gonna see in these other canyons so. well before that so i've driven that canyon a ton because mm-hmm. i was the i was the officer that's right for yeah. that for that unit i've never seen a sheep in there really ever <laughs> and then when you look from the other side it is such a long way across to the tears yeah. over there and you're like how the heck do they even go? Because there's so much forest in between. Yeah. And you're like, there's no way they cross back and forth. And we were talking about it. And that's when we saw that lamb. Yeah. No, so we went. Oh, no, no. no, no. We went on a hike first. We that's that, right. That's that, right. That circle. Because yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, let's check these canyons. You yeah, know, yeah. looking on Onyx and, and looking at the topography. It's like, oh, let's just check. Maybe there's something up there that we can move. So we do that hike and. uh and, you know, I thought that ridge was going to end. <laughs> then we'd be able to cut across and, you know, look down. And yeah, it's that just ridge like, was just, a lot longer. It, it just kept, kept going, going and going and, and, and going. I was like, all right, enough of this one. So. But luckily, you looked back across the canyon. Yeah, I finally got high enough to where you could glass most of it. Yeah. And look across the canyon and see. By that time, though, I'd seen three rumps going over. And that's when I told you, I was like, there's three sheep over there. I said, so I guess it worked out okay. Yeah. And that's when we were like, well, is it in the unit? And we're like, ah, you, you were pretty confident that it was it was possibly on the outside. I the was unit. fairly confident it was yeah. on the on the other side because yeah. the unit ended at, at the Canyon Road yeah. and they were on the the south side of that mm-hmm. road. Yeah. So I was like, well, let, you know, you never know. So never know. So we cut down, go back to the vehicle and, and sure enough, on the other side of the unit, so we drive to the end, come back around and driving back slow and what there's a, a little lamb hanging Freaking out. Lamb just sitting there staring at you. <laughs> just what, forty yards off the road, just looking at us. And it could be that I never driven this through there slow, slow enough, enough to actually see him. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. It's just like Usually uh, I was looking for fishermen when I went through there. Yeah, so. You're looking at the water, uh-huh. not, not so not much the, the rocks. Not the rocks. Yeah. And well I've been that through there a couple of times and same thing I've never seen same sheep but you know pat it's like he sends me pictures of them say hanging out in there it's like eh. so anyway so then you know, we watch that lamb you know he's just by himself i don't know where he got separated from and <laughs> so we come back in and it's like well i think it was like twelve thirty, roughly yeah you know? it's like don't really want to give up the the day you know so it's like well let's go to the to the the north end and we'll just glass the the basin above glacier lakes and you know you're glassing and trying to stay steady but lo and behold there's three rams in there three rams it's like all right it's 130 i see let's try and get up there <laughs> and you know because it was so windy even though i had that 
high powered scope. Yeah. You know, I had my 80 power on them. It just, it was, you just couldn't tell what they were. You know, just too shaky. Too shaky. But one looked, you know, possible shooter. So it's like, well, let's just make the effort. See how far we can get up there. Yeah. You know, in the vehicle. Because we didn't have the tracks that time. No, we were just, we were just in, the in, the, in the truck. If yeah. we'd have had the tracks, we'd have gone on up. Yeah, for sure. And so it's like, and chains. We might have made it with chains. Might have made it with yeah. chains. But, you know, so. So we I, don't go know, up I don't know about in your busted truck, but yeah. <laughs> it would have made it. Might not have made it down. <laughs> so anyway, so we go up there as far as we can, turn the truck around. Luckily, we had room to, to turn around, hike up. And that sign was wrong on the mileage. I swear on that one. Get up there, and it's, what do you know? It's blowing. <laughs> yep. Snow came in. It's blowing, it's blowing, and it's blowing. But from where we were, we we couldn't see the ramps. No. They had fed into a little. It's so interesting because where we were further down, you could see into that little kind of little basin where they were at the bottom where they were. But as you moved up, of course, you lose that vantage point. And they must have been kind of just feeding the whole time because whenever we went back down and saw them again. They were further north. If we had probably waited another, who knows, 20 minutes. Probably. You never know. Yeah. But it was, it was, again, that late in the season, that wind and the sun getting behind the mountain range, it's like temperature's going to drop. So yep. we got out of there, like, and like you said, drove down. I said, well, let's check again one more time. And, yep, further north. And, again, that one looked, at least he was a possible. Yeah, you know, he, was, he was worth going to take a look at. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, it's, it was late, so it's like, all right. What do we do now? <laughs> you know, and uh, we had that discussion that night, and and we're just like, well, we know there's three here. We know the big group's on top, and it's like, you know, the weather was supposed to be clear, clearer, I guess. Nothing, the wind was staying the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, what do we do? You know, what do we do? What do we do that night? And it's like, well, we'll just wait in the morning, and we'll look up there, and and see what it's going to be like. So, mm-hmm. you know, I remember waking up at three o'clock and hearing the wind, and I'm like, oh man, that's it. It's not going to be, it's going to be like that again, like the day before. But luckily, you know, sun's starting to rise, so I go up there and it's it's clear. So mm-hmm. it's like, that's when we said, well, let's go up on top. If we don't see anything, well, we can see a majority of everything. Then we'll come back down and make an effort. Make on an those, effort on this. On those three. The state line. It's up like there. one of those, like, you know, don't leave sheep to find sheep type of thing, or don't leave elk to find elk type of thing. You know. Yeah. So it's like, well, at least we know we got them in our back pocket, basically. So we go up there, and I think the wind was a lot worse than I thought it was going to be, because I mean, it did the it did the same thing as it started out kind of low. It was it was start it started out. Where it left off two days before, it started out at about thirty. Up yeah, there. <laughs> but the the comment that was had between us was, "It's not any worse. It's not any better, but it's not any worse. Yeah, so exactly. let's go for it." <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's. So we get up there, and I could have swore that once I got up on top, that I saw movement that first time that I stopped. Yeah. You know, I thought I saw one on that far, far ridge. And but the wind was so bad, and you know, trying to hug the ground, and the, but the wind still going around my my eyepieces, yeah. and it's like, oh god, it's like, 
And so then that's sort of the, where I asked you, I said, well, should we commit to the bigger basin or should we just pull back now and, and, uh, and go look for those three? And you're like, well, let's just at least commit to that bigger basin. So that was a, a good call on, on you. Cause I, I felt like we had, I felt like that commitment to the big basin was a little enough of a hike that it wasn't going to be a detriment getting back out and going after those other yeah. rams, but it was, it was a better, um, it would at least give us a better view of most of the country up yeah. there. Like we had talked about yeah. before. And so we, you know, we, <laughs> so we make our way to the, to the ridge line there and, uh, you know, sneak over and, and laying down and trying to glass. And then all of a sudden there's that one standing on the rocks. <laughs> and I see, I look back and I see you. I'm like, get down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we got to that basin and I was a little bit disappointed because there was nothing in it. We glassed it and there was nothing in that basin going out to going out to that point. And so I'm like, Oh crap, did we miss them somewhere? Yeah. And so I kind of started to sneak over and look back on that other point and see if there was anything down there. I just hear this. Get down! I'm like, oh crap! I screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like so. Then I see that one standing on the rocks, and it's like, oh, okay, there's one. All right, so that that works out. And so then I'm like, trying my hardest to really look at that point. It, they were basically at where we had seen that lamb and you group. Yeah, on day one. That's so where we'd had that first opportunity. Yeah, basically. so I'm I'm glassing and glassing, and I'm, I see the ram standing on the rocks and. Then I can see the ewes starting to feed, and I'm like, man, there's, you know, you just get that feeling. There's got to be a, a, a mature ram in there. There has to be one. And yeah. looking through the scope, and finally it got steady enough that I picked out a mature ram in there. And that's when I, you know, signaling, that, right, let's go back, you know, let's, let's, re, uh, let's, let's reassess. reassess here. And I tell you guys, I said, there's a mature ram over there, but we got to get over there now, you know, where you know they they feed away he's bedded but he's there yeah he's at the exact same spot where we need to uh where we left those where we jumped those uh ewes and lambs <laughs> in the meantime <laughs> that <laughs> ram that we saw that was on the rocks decided to come check us out i think it was this i think it was the same young ram that had talked you know Two days before, it had been about 30 yards from us. No. This you one, don't think so? No, it was a little bit bigger? This one was, was probably like more like a five. Five-year-old. Five year old. That one that walked up on us was probably like a two or three-year-old. Yeah. And it was cool to watch that. Like, I mean, he must have thought we were some used because the way he. He came freaking beeline right yeah. around right around the freaking rim. And just and it is incredible how fast they can come. Covered, yeah. Now I understand why they were two miles away. Yeah. You know? And I mean, just. He yeah. was. He was looking at us, and then about five minutes later, he was there. Yeah, and so it's like we're just watching, and we have that same conversation again. Man, I wish this was a mature ram, you know. It's like <laughs> he's right there. And uh, so it's just like, okay, so, you know, let him go past us, and, and then we'll move. And and then I remember getting my stuff and, and saying, all right, let's go. And you guys are kind of, you know, Rex is getting up and everything, and I just take off and I'm like having my head down, trying to fight the wind. I'm like thinking to myself, we got to get there. We got to get there. And kind of just actually just, just trying to, you know, say, all right, this, this, this is it. You know, we got to do this. We got to do this. And asking for a little help from, from above, basically, yeah. you know, it's, 
well from from my spirits and stuff like that just asking for help because i just like man just let this happen please just let this happen and i'm probably what 40 yards in front of you yeah so lance lance is walking about 40 yards in front of us and it's lance about 40 yards and then me and then uh rex the hunter is probably about five yards off my hip pocket off my left hip and i'm walking along walking along and all of a sudden i see this ram pop up and he and we had not seen him at all. No, he, he he popped out of nowhere. I think he must have come down. He didn't follow that young ram along the rim. He came down off the flats, but we yeah. had already dropped into that little saddle. And I was behind you, and I was yelling at the top of my lungs you know, with my hands around yeah. my mouth, Lance, <laughs> Lance, there's a ram right there. And he did, Lance couldn't hear me. That's how bad, because about – about when we decided to make that walk, the wind kicked up to like yeah. forty, yeah. forty-five miles an hour, and you couldn't—he couldn't hear me at all. Yeah, and it was just so I—I I, I couldn't hear him, and I have my head down because I think I had, did I lose my hat the second time or third time? Uh, no, I don't think so. You lost, yeah. So you <laughs> lost the second hat on the walk back on the first one, and then you lost <laughs> third hat. On the third on day. that third walk, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so I have my head down and I, you know, basically trying to keep my face out of the wind, and I just look up and I see him looking at us, and I'm like, oh shoot, there's one. So I glass him up real quick, and right away I'm like, he's bigger, you know, he's bigger, and that's when I that's when I signal back to you, you know, get the gun ready, get ready, and uh, you know, I'm like, and he's just looking at us, and he's doing the same thing. He's coming right at us. Yeah, I know. could not believe that it. was just. It was just like, and so I remember you. You know, I'm looking at him, and I don't know what you guys are doing in the past. So <laughs> we both hit the we both hit the deck whenever you did. After trying to get a hold of you, you like it was literally a split second after I'd yelled two or three times yeah. to you. I saw you look up, and you just drop, and so we both drop. And Rex had dropped on his belly, and I'd kind of dropped back onto my back. And then I tur- you see you turn around, and you go, like, you know, you give me the, the trigger finger, uh, get the gun ready thing. And Rex is trying to get his backpack off. And so I just reach, because he has a backpack where it just had the, the, sheath, yeah, yeah. the sheath right through the backpack. So I just reach up, and I just pull that gun out <laughs> and racked one in it. And I held it there, and then I and I finally, uh, you know, Rex came up, and we got him set up on the on the bag. Yeah. And then by that time, you had kind of crawled your way back, back to yeah. us, um, and you were yelling out ranges. And well, then that's when I told him, I said, "He's a mature ram." Yeah. You know, and at one point, I can't remember exactly if I was still in front of you guys or if I had actually met up with you guys. I think I had met up with you guys. And he stopped just a little bit to put his head down and feed a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I could see his bases. I mean, I knew he was full curl, but then I could see his bases. And I was like, yeah, we need to shoot this ram. So yeah, that's what I told. And it's actually deceiving because when, when I saw him on the skyline, I was like, oh, that's a good ram. Yeah. But, it, you know, when he's looking at you straight on, yeah. you can't tell how much mass he has. You just kind of see it where comes curl, out yeah. where the curl is. And you're like, oh, that's a cool ram. Yeah. But, yeah, like you said, when he put his head down like oh yeah that's a good one (laughs) yeah we need to shoot this one you know and and so that's when i'm like ranging him you know waiting and he's just he's just cutting the distance for us yeah that was that was that's almost like my you know my situation they're gonna it's gonna come right at you i don't know why but they're gonna come check you out but 
anyway, he's coming, and I remember saying, all right, he's at 200, and I think he stopped. He stopped, and he was standing quartering to, but hard quartering to. Yeah. He was almost straight on with us. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so I didn't, didn't know if he was going to take the shot or – well, I was hoping he'd take the shot, obviously. Yeah. But he took the shot, but I think just at that moment – the gust of wind just carried the, the wind just pushed a, that bullet absolutely just enough and if he did you know i'm thinking and, and he didn't really ever specify where he was shooting yeah. i think he was shooting for the off shoulder kind of inside the off shoulder but a bighorn sheep's not that wide yeah. so you know you're looking at at 200 yards that wind pushed that bullet probably maybe six to eight inches yeah and hit the hit the the outside shoulder yeah and so i which i actually got on camera you got that one? <laughs> I got that one on camera. Um, the, the kill shot I can get on camera because my friggin' backpack pads were in the way. And I looked, finally looked at it. I'm like, oh, oh idiot. Yeah. Anyway, so then I see him hit, but then he does a 180 and takes off. And I'm like, you know, I yelled, you hit him. Yeah. I heard the hit and everything. Yep. And, um, you know, but he takes off. And I'm like, oh, shoot. You know, is he going to go down? And, you know, I'm like, shoot. He's going to come on, you know, go down, go down. But then he's, you know, I ranged him and and uh, I hit us actually. So I didn't tell us to Rex, but I hit a snowbank. Oh, did you? And it was at in front. And um, it gave me 189. I'm like, that's not 189. I said, so then I just said, he's at 300, yeah. you know, when he slowed down. Yeah. When he turned broadside. And when I That's what he did. That, he ran out there. About a hundred yards past yeah. where he was before, yeah. and he turned perfect, perfect broadside, and uh, he out three hundred, and uh, and he hit him, nailed him, <laughs> nailed him, dropped. And that's the first, <laughs> the first big game animal I've I've ever witnessed, personally witnessed, just drop like that, just boom, like a sack of potatoes. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it was that was the moment, like you know, five years in the making for me because uh, you said that. Like, I've never seen you act that way before. It was it was <laughs> so funny because Lance is usually pretty pretty stoic, pretty serious. Um, you know, you gotta you gotta know his sense of humor yeah. to really get that he's joking with you. I've had too many people say, "Is that Lance not like me?" I'm like, "No, he's he's cool, man. He's a good guy. <laughs> he's just really you know straight face." But Lance was jumping up and down. He's like, right. "Yeah." Yeah, you got it. Yeah, and I had never seen Lance that excited, so that was really actually pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it was just that that big relief, you know. After yeah, it finally happened. It, it finally worked out, and you know, he's down. He's it's it just five years in the making, you mm -hmm. know, to actually successfully be on a guide, be a guide, and to lead him to that, you know, that that special moment. It was just. It's just relief. It's the best thing I can say. It's just relief and excitement and and everything. And you know, we get there, and you know, as much as I enjoyed the the sheep hunting and and me wanting to 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 kill a sheep personally, it's like you know, Rex kind of. I think I threw him off because I was like, "Go, that's your ram, you know. Yeah, you know, go." touch him so that that way we can touch him you know so that we can hold him and uh and so you know just to just to finally put your hands around something that you've worked so hard and and you know you're just like i was so thankful this is the best way to put it and and you know we're t it's just 
relief like i said relief you yeah. know it's like i did it we did it we earned it you know it wasn't one of those just like drive up and shoot type of things that we earned it we been through the elements we hiked we you know ups and downs and and everything you know and mostly downs i would say <laughs> but it just it's just crazy how fast it can change well it's really yeah. funny it's really funny you say that you know you say mostly downs but you can have you can have a hunt yeah that's like horrible as far as the weather as far as not seeing anything but you finally you know you you get that animal or you have that experience it just makes it all worth it yeah, you know exactly um you don't even think about that anymore it's mm-hmm. it's it's like you said it was it was really cool i yeah. i didn't have that that weight on my shoulders that you had because yeah. i hadn't been doing it for that long but um super cool to walk up and be able to like you said lay your hands on an animal that you know most people will never lay their hands on. Yeah, exactly. So cool. Yeah. And it, you're just like, I mean, just to, to hold it and, and, and look at it up close and, and you know, just just to, like you said, not very many people are really going to get that chance. You, mm-hmm. know? you know, there's other sheep guys that, you know, maybe it's something to do. But for me, it was definitely that that mo- that special moment where it's like yes finally 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 and so we take pictures <laughs> we try to <laughs> try to, try take, to take pictures, pictures uh, you know as best as the ones that i got like you can see i can barely <laughs> i'm like can't even see my you're, you're squinting because that's yeah. when i lost my hat yeah that's it's when you lost your third hat third hat we called the, yeah. that the hat trick lamb yeah or the hat trick ram yep so um and not only that but you know, if you're if you're doing any of these and you're filming anything, doing your own kind of documenting of these hunts, yeah. I had a full battery when I went out in my camera that morning, and by the time that we got to taking pictures, I took maybe three pictures with my good camera, oh, yeah. and the battery died because yeah. it is so, so cold. cold. Yeah, and yeah, and so we we tried. Thank, good, thank goodness for iPhones, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> any type of good phone now, because. So we took the pictures, you know, we're, and uh, it's like, all right, time to go to work. And, yep. You know that when he, the hunter had told me, well, if I can get a full body mount, I want a full body mount. And I was looking at it and I'm like, looking at the size of the hole and I'm like, uh, we probably don't, really don't need to, but I did it anyway. Yeah. It, so it was funny because we had that little conversation on the mountain. You're like, I could see it in your eyes. You're like. Yeah, and you and you you ask Rex, do you really want a full body mount? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that first shot was just yeah. He, it, had, it, he had hit that shoulder, and it had it had blown a pretty big hole yeah. in that shoulder. Um, but uh, yeah, it was really funny because you're like, do you really want one? Um, but we went ahead and did it. Yeah, and I was glad we did it because I'd never I've never done one of those, Neither. and so it was yeah. great experience um, to be able to to work that. Thankfully, yeah. we had. YouTube, <laughs> YouTube, and thankfully it was a bighorn sheep and not yeah. a, not an elk or a moose or yeah, something exactly. like that because they were mad. He, he even as big as they are, uh, they look small. Yeah, they're pretty big animals. Yeah. Even as big as he was, he was manageable to yeah. to do. So that was, and that was you know the only way you're going to learn is to do it. So mm-hmm. and I think we did a decent job. <laughs> did a decent job. Yeah, a few nicks here and there. Yeah, but nothing taxidermists can't fix. No, I don't think so. 
I mean, they have a bigger problem yeah. <laughs> that we didn't cause. The, so. the, yeah. <laughs> the shoulders. So, That's going to be a fun one. Yeah. So, it's a good thing you said, yeah, we'll just face him this way. Exactly. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> and so then, you know, we're the, the I think the worst part, though, is just trying to get it with that wind that's mm-hmm. blowing the ice and snow and the dirt in our face and, and, yeah. and dealing with the, the cold hands. So about about as soon as we started taking pictures, so it it had been about a 30-mile-an-hour wind whenever we went up there. Cranked up to about 40, 45 whenever we decided <laughs> to go after the sheep. One, about the time that we started taking pictures, it probably cranked up to 55, 60-mile-an-hour. 60, 60 at, at least gusts, yeah. It at was because it was blowing – dirt off the ground yeah i mean sandblasting us yep. and we were you know uh, doing that full body mountain quartering and and field dressing and all that out in that wind and holy crap like you said the cold your hands your feet you're like stamping around trying yeah. to trying to get your feet to warm up um something i should have known but it didn't ever really dawn on me my hands were freezing. I had those leather the the leather gloves that the I was mechanics gloves, right? yeah the mechanics yeah. gloves that I was using and uh, they're leather soft leather on one side and then cloth on the other. Getting blood on them, of course, it freezes yeah. almost instantly um, up there in that wind. But once we started getting into the flanks and we got into the fat and that that fat covered my hands, I was good to go. Yeah, it it's the if you so if if. Little tip to anybody out there who hadn't done that: if it's blowing and it's cold, and you need a windbreak on your hands or any part of your body, I don't know if you'd want to put it on your face. But uh, <laughs> that fat is fantastic. Yeah, it is. Once I got that on my hands, I was like, "All right, cool. Yeah, let's do this pack out. I'm yeah. good to go." Yeah. And so, but yeah, that was you know to do that, and then it's like I'm like, look, we get it all quartered. I lost the game bag, mm-hmm. flew out, so. Which is it's all right. By that time we got the ram, don't matter. So we <laughs> load him up, and it's like, all right, let's get off the mountain, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember you, you kind of looked at me like, like, so how are we gonna do this? I think it was just like, let's put him on the pack. You know, we gotta carry him out. Well, know? I knew we were gonna put him on the pack. I didn't know if we were gonna try and make multiple trips. I'm glad we didn't. No, yeah. I'm glad we. Did. I'm glad we did it the way we did. It was a freaking heavy pack out. Yeah. I think. I had, you had the head and... I had the the head, the cape, yep. a front and a back leg. Yep. And then I had a front and a back leg and... A rib, and a rib cage. And a rib cage. And then Rex had back straps. Yeah. And the neck meat. And the neck meat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a heavy pack yeah. out. Um, yeah. I'm glad I did it. I probably should have been in more shape than I am <laughs> to do that kind of a pack out. But I will say this. It uh, it helped me um, with a later hunt because we packed out two elk um, a couple of weekends ago. So yeah. I, I I was good to go. I knew how to get it done. <laughs> yeah, and so we, you know, I, I remember telling you, I said, just put it on my back and I'm just going to go. And you're like, yeah, just go. Don't even worry yep. about this. <laughs> yep. And it wasn't that bad. I mean, it was just, you know, I didn't said it right i think if i had said it right it would have been fine but yeah it had we not had the wind we probably would have taken the time to say it right yeah but at that point that wind it just 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 wears you down you're just out and and i remember i think it was at one point you know it had blown so bad that my eye got so irritated i remember you're like your eyes red and Mm -hmm. like 
I, I remember actually that night, like my left eye was blurry. Yeah. And I was actually kind of worried. I was like, oh man, you know, am I going <laughs> to, am I going to lose my sight or anything? <laughs> you know, do I have to sacrifice an eye on this one or what? But, you know, I put eye drops in, went to sleep and it was fine. The it next was fine. Day, but that, yeah. that wind was brutal. And it was, it was almost as brutal as you snoring. Uh, <laughs> I'll uh, give you that one. Yeah. I know I snore. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like, oh, I feel sorry for your wife. <laughs> She's used to it yeah. now. So anyway, and we come down and, you know, it's it's done. I mean, I, you know, we, we brought him back down to the main place and put him in the, and take the ram down to the game barn. And I'm like, I remember waiting for you. I was like, Let's score him. Let's just score him. You know, <laughs> it's not about the score technically, but, you know, for records and, and yeah. everything, you always want to – they're going to score him anyway for Game and Fish when they plug him. So we scored him, and, you know, it's a good ram. Nine, good I, ram. I said nine and a half, and I think Game and Fish decided it was nine, nine and a half as well. Yep. They underscored him, though. I think they underscored him as well, yeah. yeah. He's like – because when I scored him, it was like 162 and three-eighths or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And so anyway – it was, is a. I mean, then that's that's typical of what you're gonna see on that range. You yeah. know, you might get those probably some bigger. You know, maybe closer to 170 in that initial in that group. group. But mm-hmm. you know, good mature ram. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Freaking hot. You can't get you can't get any better than them <laughs> yeah. coming to you. Yeah, exactly. And and it's and it all just working out. Yeah. You know, it's 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 just one of those things. So I was just glad it was. Relief. That's all I can call it. It's yep. relief. Rex was happy. The hunter was happy. You know, he's he uh, he appreciated the work that we did. I think I think he was he wanted a hunt. You know, he he wanted a hunt, and he got the hunt. He got the hunt. So, and now I'm ready for the next one. <laughs> yeah. So what's what's up? Like what? So you got your desert sheep. I'm I'm assuming at some point you're going to try and get the slam. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like depends on circumstances, and financial means, financial means, and luck. I mean, basically, luck. This is this is what it's going to take. Boils down to yeah, you know, and 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 yeah. I mean, if it's possible, I'm going to do it. So know. the North American Slam is a desert, a Rocky Mountain, a doll, doll sheep, and a, and stone, a stone sheep, sheep right? Yeah. Yep. And so um, when I got my ram, everybody says, "Well, you got the hardest one." So I was like, all right, yeah, I guess, you know, because <laughs> most of the time you can, you know, yeah, they're they're expensive hunts, but there's opportunity out there that you can you can still get it done. Yeah, I mean, raffles. This is is the luckiest way to get it done, right? Or just penny pinch for years on end and go on one. So, so I get to tell a little bit of a funny story about Lance here. Um, I don't know if he wants me to tell the story. Uh, I think he had the conversation with his wife, so I think I'm okay. <laughs> but we went to a DSC last, uh, the beginning of 2020, in January 2020. And, of course, they got all these hunts. And uh, Lance, having the sheep bug as he does, um, found found somebody that was selling a fairly discounted stone sheep hunt. Yeah. And he's like, man, I, I really want to go on this hunt. <laughs> I don't think I can pass it up. It's such a good price. And I was like, well, how much is it? And I want to, was it 45? 
the set price was 45 yeah, yeah. Was, he was gonna sell it to me for like i think 30 so the, or something. the hunt the hunt was like forty five thousand dollars and he was gonna sell it to lance for 39 and lance is like over here at the booth and he's like scheming well if i do this and i you know <laughs> save up all of my my tips and i i do this <laughs> he's like and i could sell a truck i'm like whoa 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 <laughs> he's like Okay, maybe I ought to call my wife. <laughs> yeah. I remember coming back and being like the next day. And I don't know if you, if you guys can notice or what, but I remember saying, I guess I love my wife. Yep, you did. I remember you saying that. Like, I must really love my wife. <laughs> so I didn't I didn't do it, but, you know, it's there's opportunity. Yeah. I'm... I'm it's like anything, once you set a plan or you want to do something, you're going to figure out a way to do it. So, yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, I mean, like I said, the Wild Sheep Foundation, depending on memberships or whatever, they're always giving away hunts. So it's, and different sheep chapters are always give, are raffling off hunts. And, you know, and all that money goes back to conservation, you know, keeping for sheep management and, all that and wild stuff, the so. wild sheet and just a little i guess a little plug for the wild sheet foundation if, i don't know if you want to make it or, or i can but um their goal is to put and keep, keep sheep, sheep on the, yeah, on the is, mountain is on their motto and so i mean and, and they do that and know, if you know anything about especially here in new mexico this being a kind of a new mexico centric podcast um we didn't have bighorn sheep for the longest time the bighorn sheep being reintroduced into new mexico due to conservation funds and Efforts from sportsmen groups like Wild Sheep Foundation is one of the greatest conservation stories oh, uh, yeah. of our time, getting yeah. those back and getting them to a huntable population and yeah. and growing those huntable populations. So, um, you know, we've got sheep in up, up in the Wheeler range. We've got sheep in the Latiers. We've got sheep in the Gorge. Uh, the Gorge. Um, um, they got desert sheep down south. Yeah. Um, they reintroduced sheep to the uh, Cochiti Mesa that where the Los Conscious Fire had right burned. the Cochiti Mesa where the Los Conscious Fire and also down south uh, on the rim by Gordo. they yeah, just reintroduced right. sheep down there yeah. so those those success stories are are really um, kind of the feather in the cap of of conservation groups like yeah. like the Wild Sheep Foundation and. You out there, you know, people who buy hunting, trapping, and fishing licenses yeah. every day. That's yeah. where a large majority of that um, conservation work is done through yeah. those dollars. So. Yeah, and some, you know, some people are, you talk to different people, and, and some of them like it, some of them don't, but the auction, the auctions, that that money. Those, those governor's, governor's tags those, and things like yeah, that. I mean, last year at the sheep show, I think New Mexico, uh, had some records broken I'm, I'm not too sure but i mean they they get a lot of the sheep program for the state gets a lot of their funding from from those auction tags yeah. that they do they do one desert and one rocky i know taos pueblo um they do two rockies one on wheeler peak and one off the gorge and they broke records last year and that's their whole sheep their whole budget. sheep program yeah, yeah. Right there so it's 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 what they rely on yeah so. um like it or like it or not like it, that uh, that money goes to some good stuff. Yeah. So it's. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, in terms of 
of that you know it, and it, it's fun like you to go to those auctions is, is pretty fun it's just like dang these people got so much money but i mean <laughs> they 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 push that it's going to go to conservation it's going to go conservation. well yeah and, and it does it does I mean, those people do have a lot of money and, and why not use it for good things like exactly that? they I could mean, they could be buying a yacht <laughs> for personal use yeah but. or you know whatever else you know something different you know being something else that doesn't benefit wildlife absolutely and cheap so it's like eh, whatever you know i don't i mean i think last year for the total show i want to say they brought in like four million dollars or something that's like incredible that. yep it's, it's crazy so, so yep um so my question for you is uh do you have the sheep bug i do actually uh <laughs> i have not done it yet but i will be <laughs> uh, joining the Wild Sheep Foundation and the Less Than One Percent Club, and then I'm uh, bound and determined to get to the sheep show. So, yeah. oh, good! It's a lot of fun. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I'd, it's like I said, you know, it's Jack O'Connor, the famous outdoor writer, sheep hunter. He's the one who said, if you're gonna ever be a, you can go up on the mountain once. And you're going to find out if you're a sheep hunter because you'll never want to be back up there if you're not. Like it or not. Yep. yep. And then, you know, another one of my sheep hunting heroes is Jason Harrison. He said, if you can make a date to day three and beyond, I said, then you're a sheep hunter. And so you made it back. You made it to day three. <laughs> <laughs> made it to and day three twice. Twice, yeah. <laughs> and so it's, it, yeah, I think it's a special thing. I mean, I, and I mean, it was... It was so, sp like, to go back to the whole thing, it was so special. Like, I had, I didn't know what to do after. <laughs> <laughs> trying, to, like, trying to figure out what, what, what the next movie yeah, is. Yeah, huh? it was like, wow, I did it. Now what? You yeah. know, now what am I going to do? And and it's like, well, just get ready for the next one. That's yep. all you can do. Because you never know what can come at any time. Like Absolutely. I said, when I drew mine, I had, when I drew the, when I won my hunt, I had six weeks, basically five weeks, and I killed mine six weeks and a day from the day that I won that hunt. Yeah. So talk about short. Crash numbers. course. Yeah. So Crash was, course. And so, um, you know, that's that's kind of how I view it now is just, just never knowing that opportunity is going to be. So. Yep. I think that's uh, – <clears throat> I probably say it more often than I should, but, uh, you know, when talk, people talk about luck, uh, I've heard the definition of luck. Uh, the definition of luck I like the best is where chance or where opportunity and preparation meet. Yeah. And that's when you get lucky. <laughs> so, um, thankfully, you know, the preparation that Lance did in the scouting and all that and, and the opportunity that we had to do it, uh, made us pretty lucky on the sheep hunt. Yeah. And I was, definitely fortunate to be along yeah. um i've done a lot of things in my life that took some mental fortitude um and this was probably top among them yeah. uh, that the physical and mental toughness that you got to have up there is is yeah. is is real yeah. it's it's definitely uh not something to be taken lightly <laughs> so. yeah it's it's just i don't know i think that's the draw it's like you're never really going to, the way I always look at it is that is you're always wanting to be better the next day mm -hmm. and, and you got to be better the next day. Even if you're dead tired, you yep. know, you still got to be better 
to get back up there that ne on the next day and the next canyon over yep. you know the next ridge over let's just make this one last hike one more time it's like okay i can do it you know just even if it's inch at a time yep. you know we'll make it so absolutely but yeah it, that was 2020 despite the year that we had you know here everywhere that everybody had you know it's still 2020 is still somewhat special in terms of hunting. it's gotta be yeah so that's what it is awesome <laughs> awesome well thanks lance for yep. joining us thanks for sharing the story uh thankfully i had a little bit of little part in it just a small part but uh important parts though. <laughs> so thanks for joining us guys thanks for listening uh don't forget about our cow elk giveaway um go find the post share it to your story that's one entry tag five friends that's another entry and we'll get you guys out on the cow hunt um and hopefully we'll get to get joined by lance again because he's got a he's got a deer hunt same time we do yeah so hopefully we get to hear about that one so yeah. we'll talk at you next time guys yeah. adios see ya Thanks for joining Not a Grande Outdoors podcast. Come follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And don't forget about our website, www.notagrandeoutdoors.com. Adios. Adios.